Have you ever had a conversation with someone and you thought it was going one way and then it completely went the opposite direction? I can say with all honesty that I was thinking I'm going to talk to my guest today, Joshua Rogers, about hip hop. After all, he has a hip hop mindset business, coaching business, and I thought it would kind of naturally segue into that. I mean, I often don't know where things are going to go in these conversations, but it took a seriously amazing turn into questions about existence, the cosmos, the universe, mythology. It was pretty amazing. I encourage you to listen with an open mind and a heart and to take in these thought-provoking questions that happened during this interview. So, without further ado, please enjoy the conversation with Joshua Rogers. Joshua, man, I am pretty pumped that you're on, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, I connected with you or saw you on Spot, I guess. <clears throat> for anybody who is listening that doesn't know, it's a pretty interesting community of podcasters. Um, people want to be guests on podcasts yeah. and also just like coaches, experts and all that. And so I saw you on there. And of course, I saw the hip hop thing. I was like, wait a minute. I don't see this a lot. I have to see yeah. what's going on with this guy. Yep, <laughs> you know? yep, yep, yep. Yep. So, so going into hip hop, I uh, let's say I'm an example of taking your passion and turning it into your profession in a different kind of way that people don't even expect. Well, tell me a little bit about your your passion for hip hop. Like, what were you listening to growing up with hip hop? We can compare because so, I love it too, man. So, so let's say I um, what actually really 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 got me in to the culture was Wu-Tang Clan oh so, man so I started uh, and that's exactly that's 92 93 when uh, Protect Your Neck came out I saw that and I was that was it I, I was <laughs> I was hooked I saw I saw older the bastard and I was like okay this this is the guy this is, this is the guy <laughs> this is the guy you know and that <laughs> <laughs> that drew me in it in one shot. I was like, okay, I like this. And uh, wow, man! And from there, you know, you go, you go down the rabbit hole. So um, I have, uh, I started, let's say, with the with the New York sound, and then while watching PET, everybody else comes across. You know, you get the the Snoop's, the Dr. Dre's, and then the Outcast, and then you just get hooked. And from, wow. from, from there, I started writing my own rhymes. Uh, I had a, I had a, let's say, a little stunt where I was producing. I tried to uh, play around in Fruity Loops. What else? And everyone around me was busy with it. Break dancing, graffiti. It just turned. It, it, you just go into the culture and, and yeah. you get hooked and you stay. Wow, that's awesome, man! What was your favorite record? What was your favorite? Well, not record. That could be, well, that too. But what was your favorite hip hop album of all time, man? My favorite hip hop album of all time. All time. It's uh, Return to the Thirty Six Chambers. Of the oh, 
the old dirty Good. bastard version. And like I, <laughs> like, like I'm, I he's he's my favorite. I wouldn't say he's the greatest of all time. He's just my favorite. You know, he was my favorite rapper. And listening to his album, I can. That's the first one I bought on CD. I can now even remember the smell of the of of the cover. Oh, yeah! Wow. It's, uh, so from uh, from and from that's yeah that that has to be my favorite album of all time. I can still put it on and listen to it from start to finish without skipping. It's it's it, that's my that's that's my favorite. What is it about the album that you love the most, and especially with ODB? Because it's kind of a it was he was kind of a weird dude, you know. Like, and I and I guess that's why I like him. Like, cause he's a he's you know he's not he's not the the regular dude. He um, he said what he wanted to say. Um, it, he could be funny at times. Yeah. Um, he just he just did what he wanted to do, and and he was looking at him. He just seemed totally in his own energy that's the best way to put it that's probably a good way of saying it right <laughs> yeah 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 and um, um and i must admit i uh, i realize i kind of like the weirdos so <laughs> i'm I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm also a huge kanye west fan okay like, now wait a minute he, wait a minute he's now. the modern day weirdo so he's yeah <laughs> <laughs> now my thing is is it is it early Kanye or current Kanye, or are you differentiate at all? I don't. I don't uh, differentiate. Really? I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a, um, I've. It's. It's kind of weird to explain, but. So let's say sound wise. I'm. I, I. I. Every time he switches sounds, you know. Sometimes you go like, "Hey, what? What?" It's like. I'm kind of on the same wavelength sound-wise. Hmm. And, of course, he has his most controversial stuff that he does. You know, uh, he goes and he sits down with Donald Trump and uh, right. he, has, he, he has his um, his moments. But that's... It's, it's how... It's, he's like an uncontrollable bullet. You know, you just and I, I like to see that There's, you don't see a lot of people like that anymore. You know, that just do crazy stuff. And then afterwards, well, he's a public figure. So then he has to come back on his crazy stuff. He has to try and explain it. And sometimes stuff doesn't have to be explained. And Ooh. sometimes you just you just you just have to take it in, hmm. leave it settle, even. And I'm, this is this is good going to be you know this is going to be a big one you know that that everyone is like oh you shouldn't have said that like the kind of you know the slavery is a choice mm -hmm. statement yeah as as you know controversial as it is and as hard as it is and i can't remember if he explained it right but in a way i how i interpret it is Everyone, all of them, could have attempted to run away. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of mental fortitude. Let's let's put that. Let's really definitely on put the side. that out let's, there. Yeah. Let's put that out there. You know, let's put it out there before everyone is like, "Oh, this guy thinks it's easy." No, this takes a lot of mental fortitude. But in in essence, you know, everyone had a choice. Okay, are we gonna? Am I gonna stay here because it's it's safe? 
or am I going to run away and maybe get away or, you know, the consequences? And it's, it's actually still kind of a modern day issue. If you think on it, you know, are you going to stay in your nice little comfort bubble mm. or are you going to try and step out of your comfort bubble and it can go totally wrong or it can work out and you can be as free as you want to be. So right. it's, it's, it's all on how you interpret it. And then I have no idea how he meant it, but <laughs> you know, that's, you know, it's a, I, I think like he's a guy, if you sit down with him, you, it looks like it would be a, be a real interesting conversation. Oh, I would love to talk to Kanye West. <clears throat> I might now listen, my perspective is I kind of was once 808 and heartbreaks came out. I really wasn't into it after that. Pretty much. Ah. That felt just for me though, you know, and yeah, then yeah. Like Jesus, I was like, eh. Uh, <laughs> I was like, eh. Uh, and then, you know, and then, you know, I heard the stuff he says and stuff like that. But I still would love to talk to him. I mean, he clearly, he recognizes he has mental health issues. I mean, he knows yeah. that. He's went on shows and talked about it. Yeah. As far as the slavery comment, I think that um, it's very difficult to say what you would do in a time a long time ago and yeah. how people were thinking back then. Like if I was talking to him and uh, not that he'll ever listen to this, but let's say he ever came, got wind, I'd be like, you never know. You never, you never know. know. You just, it's very difficult to say what you will, what you would do or wouldn't do in a situation if you've never been put in that situation yep, exactly. before. I don't know if I was, had the misfortune of being born during that time and I was a slave. Um, uh, I'm not sure if I would have the courage for that or if I would. I, how, do, how would I know that? I mean, you, you know. And you, you, you don't know, for example, it's, it's, you, see, you see everything around you. You know, it's, it's, that was kind of their life. It depends on which, which moment were you born into it or were you one of those that came on the boat? Yeah. You know, what life did you have before? It, if it's let's say if that's the usual thing around you then i think a lot of people and it's, it's they would just stay and then yeah. they're the few that are going to try and run and get away they're the few that are going to try and run, run twice right and there's even less that are going to try it let's say 10 times and and that's also like how it is now if you um there are few there are few people who try something, let's say fifty times before it's a success. Oh, it's true. Even like <clears throat> I keep thinking if I was talking to this to Kanye or anybody like that, I'd say, Well, it's kinda like also not that it you know, prisoners, you know, there are obviously cases of people and prisoners who would although we look at prison as prison as this thing, oh, nobody would want to go there. And who would? But there are certain people who have been institutionalized because they've been in prison so long that they yeah. don't know what it's like to actually live out in the world that's not prison. Yeah. And so I think for us slaves, it could be somewhat similar to that. Could have been that you're just so used to living a certain way for a long time that it's too scary to think of what you would do if you didn't have yeah, that. Yeah, if you didn't have that. You know? So. Yeah. 
I'm not saying I know the right answer. I would just I would just point out some examples of stuff. Yeah, exactly. But I would say 808 is where I started dropping out, man. It's <laughs> like Yeah, and I, <laughs> now now that you mentioned 808, um, um that that is one of that one that took me a while to get into. So I have um and I started listening to him differently. So from um let's say a, a more producing musical standpoint. Mhm. Because what he what he does with sound, yeah, he has a, it has a lot of layers in in it. Um, the and like what probably eight oh eight is really I call it kind of R and B ish. Yeah, for those R and B listeners out there, I'm not saying it's R and B. Don't get in good. trouble, Joshua. Yeah, Joshua. exactly. It's it's R and B ish, you know, compared. Ish. <laughs> compared to what I listen to, you know, like generally, like I said, I'm I'm a Wu Tang, I'm really, you know, yeah. East Coast type of guy, and then that's really more on the smooth side, and yeah, it's 808 and heartbreaks, so it kind of fits the team. I like him as a producer better than a vocalist, and I I have a very uh, big appreciation for like the different sounds. It was not necessarily the sounds, so it's just. I feel like just kind of the the content and the lyrics and all that just is just so it's just moving away from it, man. I was just yeah, like yeah. It's a little, but then you said something like sometimes just just let it be over time, and I think that's very interesting too. It, I haven't really depends. thought about it that way. It depends with what you were looking for. Were you looking for the old Kanye or the new mm. Kanye? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's that you know we often get stuck in. I call it the nostalgia or what we expect to hear. Yeah. And then the the, the artist goes somewhere totally different. And you're like, I didn't really sign up for this. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting this. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't buy this. I, yeah. And even a, a good example of that is, is ODB. His first album is totally different than his second album. It's true. It's a totally different sound, but then he he was uh let's say he he was he was a unique guy himself, so yeah. I think it's kind of a thing like when somebody is a certain way, and then all of a sudden they come out to be a completely different person or different version of who who you think they are. You're just kind of taken back by it initially, you know. Yeah, and I also don't. I also think with like Kanye, we just he was probably not realizing that he was on a journey of mental health as that was going on, probably. You probably, know, yeah. Potentially. I mean, it's like, who knows how long he had maybe like suffered and wasn't addressing it, you yeah. know? A lot of artists, I feel like a lot of their... I was going to ask you this because kind of a segue is, in many ways, I feel like with hip-hop, the artist's first album feels like their best album to me a lot of the times because it was like when they had nothing but he, you know i don't know for me my favorite artists a lot of their best artists in hip-hop is their first album a lot of their best album is the first one you know and let's see i'm gonna i'm gonna take jay-z as an example reasonable do, doubt do you find that his best album or do you find what many consider ultimate classic the blueprint his best album i think reasonable doubt 
just because um, I felt like the hunger in Jay's voice in that album. Not that it wasn't in Blueprint. I, I like Blueprint a lot, actually. I mean, I think Jay's put out a lot of good music, like over the years, like really good music. But something uh-huh. about Reasonable Doubt just, it felt like New York, you know? And then here's, 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 uh, here's my question. Okay. What in the, at the, did you listen to the, to Reasonable Doubt in the same year it came out? I think that's probably. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. And what were you doing at that time? I know where this is going. <laughs> oh my God. Is it, is it, is it, <laughs> let's say, is, is it linked to what you were doing at that time? Or could it be because that is maybe what got you hooked or into Jay Z? So it could be two ways. Sure, sure. I didn't just like the album. I think what I was doing, I don't think it was overly emotional for me during that time. Like it wasn't like it was a disruptive period or this or that. I was listening to a ton of hip hop then, which I don't listen to a ton now because mm-hmm. I don't feel the qualities as good now. But um, I think like I just really liked it. I was like, man, this is just this is just hitting, man. You know. But at the same time, like if you ask me, like my favorite hip hop album of all time uh-huh. is not is not Zillmatic. That's my favorite album of all time for hip hop. For hip hop. Oh my and gosh, it's amazing. That, that not let's say, and it's kind of hard to dispute that album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, I mean, I'm all trying, the producers trying, on the album. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it's 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 a great album. Hands it's, hands it's down, amazing. Hands, hands, hands down, hands, it's incredible. It's New down, York. Hands down, it's an it's an amazing album. You know, it's an, an amazing album, hands down. I can't even, I can't even go. Oh, why do you think no? Because no, it's, no, no, it's, no. It's just an amazing album. It, it may be the hip hop's greatest album by an, an artist who was extremely young when it came out, like what, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one years old. Like, and and that was Nas's best album. Like nothing else to me came even close from the rest of his music. Not even close to me. And. Elmatic was a pretty short album. Yes, it was. Compared to his other albums. I didn't, I didn't like Nostradamus. You know, I don't like... You're going to go from Elmatic to the worst, to one of the worst albums he made? You're like, oh, I Horrible. didn't know. <laughs> agree, agree. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's one of his albums. You'd be like, ah. It's a flop. That, that, that wasn't a good idea. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see. I'm, I'm, you know what it is with with Nas? Since his first album was just really so good, so solid. How do you go from there? And especially as it's deemed a, a classic, everyone yeah. when it came out, everyone was like, "Oh man, this is it." As an artist, what can you do after that? How? Yeah. How can how can how can you grow? And that people think like, oh yeah, yeah, this is this is a good this is a, this is a good album one, <laughs> and then just listen to the album without comparing it to what came before, because as soon as you let's say compare it, you're also comparing the the emotion you had the first time you listened to the other album, yeah, and that makes it really tricky. 
I, you know what? It's a good point. So, and I'm thinking, is there? I can't even. I can't think of another Nas album that I would say is better than Illmatic. But then it's I not also even close. I I also fall in the same category of, you know, that's that's what kind of introduced me. What I think would be interesting if we leave someone, let's say, from the new generation, listen to all all the Nas albums with like z- like a, a blank slate, uh-huh. and then hear what that person would say. If that person would say, "Oh man, Illmatic was that's the best album I've heard ever," or yeah. that he would be like, oh, no, no, Illmatic was all right, but I kind of like Stillmatic better." Yeah. Ah, that would be interesting. That would be an interesting experiment. It's kind of like for me, like uh, I like I like I don't say I love hip hop, but I would say I love hip hop from a different time period. Mm. I, I like, but like for me, like I like a lot of different music. But like, like if you ask me my top, I've been doing this challenge with people. I love doing this with people. So we're doing like top five albums of all time, any genre, just any top genre. five, any genre. So I've been doing it with all my friends and stuff, and it's it's been difficult for them, very difficult. But you know, I have uh, hip hop albums, two hip hop albums in the top five. Mm-hmm. I just you know, Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt, Nasilmatic, and then the other three are like classic rock or more more of a modern rock for that. And that's uh-huh. not that's music I came to like in my early thirties. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like I grew up with it, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so what is your top five? I'm going to tell you right now. Number one is Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Unbelievable. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I mean, that was before my time. Um, I think it was like maybe right when I was born or maybe before that. And it just sounds like the future. There's sounds in that album that shouldn't exist actually at that time mm. uh, because of the technology wasn't there yet. Yeah, yeah. That, that... The sound of that is amazing. Um, number two is OK Computer by Radiohead. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's an unbelievable album because it's, it's just haunting. It's completely mm-hmm. haunting. It feels like you're on the edge the whole yeah. time. Yeah. And there's something about making music and when the artist sings and it feels urgent to you when they're singing. Mm-hmm. Really good. Nas, number three, Illmatic, just unbelievable. Uh, number four is the Joshua Tree by U2. Mm-hmm, <sighs> Amazing album. And then it had Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt. It's just Jay, man. The first one out the box is amazing. You know, like. But then I have other hip hop down the line, like the Chronic, Dr. Dre. Man, that's like number seven for me. That's like yeah, yeah. wow. That's like wow. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, and, oh, um, then I'm gonna ask you a real interesting question. All right, do it. How is it that you have reasonable doubt ranked higher than Big's first album? Than Biggie's first album? Yeah. Biggie was, you know why? Because Biggie felt, even though Jay had like, he had like a lot of pop to him, like as he went going on, you know, it was a lot, there was some more poppy stuff like Sunshine and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It's just something about like Big. I think it's just because I like both of them a lot. I didn't like that Big was with Puffy. I really wasn't into that. <laughs> I really wasn't. 
Okay. I okay. didn't like Puffy being on the records all the time. I was like, just just let Big do the stuff. Yeah. Don't even don't talk ever don't talk. on these <laughs> albums, you know. Like, <laughs> I like Suge Knight. Don't you want somebody dancing on the record? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you can come to that road. There'll be nobody dancing in your videos. No, yeah. no, no. I just thought that was funny, by the way. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> there was something about that pairing. I just, I was, I've never been a Puffy fan. Like musically, I'm like, eh, eh. Jay just felt raw. It's just something about it. Like, even though they're both incredible lyricists, uh, I think if, I think if Biggie would have stayed alive, he might have been the best of all these guys. I mean, just right. and, that voice, met that voice and, <laughs> and mesmerized. The- the the voice and the wordplay that he had already Ooh. then, yeah, it was, you know, yeah, it, this, the, the 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 first one that comes to mind is um, from Victory, oh, from man. like Mike, anyone, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson. Yes, when you, I, I'm saying it and I'm already getting goosebumps. You getting goosebumps? Me too, just, man. <laughs> just, just and just hearing his voice and how he does it—that's incredible. It's the voice, man. Biggie, I don't know. It just, I never, even though I loved it, I never thought those albums were like super amazing to me. I don't know. I just, I liked his voice a lot. I think he yeah, commanded yeah. the mic. He had one of the best ways to command a mic, just like Pac, like Tupac, huge Tupac fan. It just like All Eyes on Me, pretty good album. I wouldn't say it's the best album. It's a pretty good album, you know? I, I think for me, and I'm, I have to go re-listen to Puck, honestly. Like I, really? um, yeah, because um, in the in the beginning, so before he got really big, I listened um, to his album. And I was like, okay, I like that. And afterwards, he went. Let's say I call it the Dear Mama route. And yeah, then yeah. I, I, he lost me there, and I was like, nah, not <laughs> not. The guy is still he's still a great artist, you know. But Kwa, right? It's it, I'm I'm not one of the yeah Tupac, and I was like I I see yeah. what he does for the culture, like what what he did, but album wise, I I can honestly say maybe I didn't give him a fair shot. Mm. Yeah. For the for the later the later the later albums coming on. That's it was it. good, like Machiavelli and stuff. That was it was good, like I would listen to it. But like, on all honesty, I put Outkast's first album before a lot of those guys, man. Like, like that, man. Uh, what Southern Playlistic Cadillac music? Like, you can play that and, the whole way through, man. And did you find that better than Athletes? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I definitely. I, I don't know. I I like I I like that, but um. You know, it was different. You know, they that's a group that transformed themselves quite a bit over time. Yeah, quite a bit. You know, yeah. the music changed, right? A little bit. Yeah. When they were like that first album with organized noise producing that, man, it, it sounded urgent to me. It just sounded yeah. like some people who was trying to get on hard. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's me, what I like about it. I uh Athlean's is one of my favorite albums of all time. Wow, I love it too. It's pretty. Like, what do you like about it so much? I love it, by the way. I, I like the sound. It's the the the, you know, it's, it fits the team. You know, yeah. I'm also I'm also a, 
I'm going to call myself kind of an, uh, an alien nut. You know, I like, I like extraterrestrial stuff. Okay, really we're going to get me, into you know? this. <laughs> you know, so so, so I'm, I'm an alien nut, you know, so that, that all of that combined, I think just made it for me then like, oh man, the sound was like really, really alienish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't, now thinking, I cannot think on a song on that album that I skipped. Wow. And that's, that, and that really says, says a lot, you know, if I can listen to an album start to finish without, without thinking, oh, I got to skip, then it's a good album. That's hard to do. That is so that's, hard to do. Yeah, that's even, even when listening to an album, you're like, oh, wait, next up is, is this yeah. song that you really want to yeah. hear that song. Yeah. That's one of the albums I can just put it on and be like, oh, yes straight through the vibe oh it's a, so let's uh now you hit me with something we got a transition into this uh, An alien nut explain explain the alien nut thing so when i um when i was young i was i'm, I'm a guy I, I always used to be in encyclopedias there's one okay so and my mom had a book based on the it's called the Bermuda Triangle. I can't remember who, who's written it. I'm trying to see if I can s- s- scope it out there in my uh, in my bookcase, yeah. but I don't think I have it. I think I'll, I'll let my daughter go with it. And in that book, they um, look at the Bermuda Triangle, but they also look at so different sightings. So they have sightings of um, in New York where they thought they saw let's say the Loch Ness Monster. That's the best way I can describe this, this animal. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had in it the, I think it's the Manhattan Project uh-huh. it's, uh, with, with the, the boat. And they also had a lot of alien stuff in it. And what they, what they did is, so you have the, the, let's say the regular, oh, I spotted a UFO type of stuff. Yeah. But then they also had going back to ancient cultures. So how the Mayans would depict astronauts or whatever. And I was like, oh, um, that really hooked me. <laughs> and and from there, I went, it, it goes all the way down the rabbit hole. You know, it's, it's, yes. um, besides the regular Area 51 stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, you go in later and especially since I... I like the history part. I'm also a, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a mythology type of guy. I like a okay. lot of mythology stuff. So that combined with the alien stuff, then you really go into, you know, okay, the creation of man. Is it really as the Bible says, or mm-hmm. is it as they have a lot of now, like it's an alien intervention, you know? So that's in that way. That's that's my whole rabbit hole bubble where I go in. Yes. If you if you go on someone's YouTube, it says a lot about the stuff they watch. So somewhere totally. in, in in my YouTube, you would scroll, and then there would be a, a Anunnaki theory come somewhere <laughs> or old old Samaria. What what did they say? You know, it, it's it's. I love it. That's uh that's that, that's my rabbit hole that I have to really you know watch out for if i want to be productive in a day i, I 
can't touch YouTube and I definitely <laughs> can't go into get into YouTube where they come with all kind of theories from aliens and <laughs> stuff like that because that's click, 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 click. And oh, I'll keep boy. The ancient alien <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah. I got to yeah. tell you, we're, we're like on the same vibe because I, I've been a huge fan of that stuff over many years. And uh, I would say I faded a little bit on it because I'm like, I need answers, man. And yeah. like, I'm not getting these answers that I want. <laughs> so don't like fade from it. I'm like, this is frustrating. I'm not getting the answers I want. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah, you know, so it's a bunch of theories. And the, the thing with it, so I was also a, a, a huge Stargate fan. That, Ooh, that, yeah. does, that, does, that, that just adds to it. <laughs> then, you know, when, when, and all the theories they have, they're like, okay, for, for the listeners who don't know, Basically, the, the alien Anunnaki theory is that they created man to be workers to produce, I think it's gold or whatever mm -hmm. for them that they could use on their home planet. So I look at that theory and I look at how society is at the moment. Because if you look at it at the moment, what we're mostly doing is working. <laughs> Nobody knows why they're working. Yeah, I need money. Okay, why do you need money? <laughs> yeah, I need money to. I need money. I need money to eat. Okay, but you know, do we do? Does it really have to be as it is now? You know, if just just a, just a zoom out. You know, if you just zoom out and you think, does it really have to be as it is now? And then I'm a I'm a guy who also looks. I compare it to you know how things go in nature. So, mm. for example, a lion, he just gets hungry, eats, goes back to sleep. He enjoys his day. Yes. Okay, and he mates. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Pretty simple <laughs> life. Yeah. And that's, that's with, with most animals, maybe except ants. That's the first thing that pops into my mind. Ants, they work yeah. a lot. But that's still kind of in, in, in the same thing. And I'm like, okay, what do we do? We're, we're like, we create a bunch of stuff, you know, to get from A to B quicker, to get, to get from, from work to home quicker. Okay, we do travel. That's, you know, that's a big plus. You know, we go from, uh, yes. with Mike, we, can, we, we, we can go from to Iceland, Japan. Right. From wherever you are. That's a, that's a good plus point. But for the rest, if you look at the, the greatest part of our lives, we're actually busy with preparing for work or working. Right. So you, you prepare kids for, to go to work later on so they can get a job and get money. True. And then they do that. And then let's say you get at the retirement age. Now some uh, some some countries I heard that's 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 fifty. Some I heard is sixty. Some yeah. are going to seventy. But when you've done that, that's like the biggest share of your life. And afterwards, you're like, oh yeah, go ahead and enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then then you're down on a decrease, you know, to compare it with the lions. <laughs> to compare it with the lions, he's already, you know, he's he's lost. He's, he doesn't have the pack anymore. Someone else took it yeah. over. You know. He, He's really at the back, trying, still trying to survive, trying to get some scraps. Right. So in I, that essence, yeah. so, so in that essence, you know, 
if I look at that, I'd be like, this alien theory actually makes kind of sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> you connected the dots, Joshua. <laughs> yeah, it could also it could also be that somebody created that theory based on what they're seeing now. Sure. I don't know, you know, but like you said, I have no answers. <laughs> I I need answers, man. I you know what thing is? I think I've become much more. I think I was a lot like how you're thinking. Like I have thought that for a long time. And I think maybe the last five years, I've started to have a semi-different feeling about it. More of like asking questions about it. Yeah. So I'll like talk to people. All right, so clearly you're into aliens. I'll say, hey, well, if you talk to scientists, you say, oh, do aliens exist? And they'll give you a mathematical equation for it. Yeah. Well, based off of these trillions of galaxies and stuff, the it's a statistical impossibility that there isn't life. Yeah. But what if that's not true? What if what if intelligent life mm -hmm. is extremely rare? You know, what if it's it's just so it's just even the even the the fact that you and I are sitting here and we're doing a podcast and you're on the other side of the world. I'm on the other yeah. side of the world. We're looking through a screen yeah, um, yeah. is highly unlikely. Is the, the, the odds of that happening are tremendously unlikely from, and then I'm, right? And then, I, then I'm, then I'm going to take your, uh, your, okay. your, your hypothesis. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to swap it around. So okay. Let's hear it. We, um, we tend to say that, you know, we are, let's say, intelligent, intellectual life. Mm. But what if we are not? So I'm going to take an example. Okay. For we have no ways of knowing how animals communicate or how they work. We just we, we base it on a hypothesis that we think that's how it goes. But ocean life like whales, right. those guys can communicate with each other miles and miles and miles apart by sound. Right, and echolocation and all that. And yeah. echolocation and all of that stuff. And you've seen with, with, you see it all the time, oh, whale saved this and this and this person or yeah. whatever, while you would say, okay, why 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 would he do that that's that's maybe illogical but that shows that he has intellect hmm. to do it and then is our intellect more because we've created a technology or Maybe a whale has his own technology that we have no idea exists wow you but just you know, you, you're you going deep, you, Joshua. You don't, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. It's, it's, it's like they say. Um, you're taking me it, there, man. It's, 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 for example, we have no idea of the ocean life deeper than I don't know how much miles. I'm sure, gonna, yeah. We haven't explored take, all of it. No. We, we haven't explored all of it. So, you know, we're, we're basing it on an assumption that what is intellectual is what we deem intellectual and then i'm gonna gonna even flip it on its head even more okay if we look at the state of the planet 
we are kind of not really taking care of it. We, we I are the only agree with that. We are the only species on the planet that is, let's say, assisting the destruction of the planet that we're on. So how intellectual are we? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Very and, 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 see, Yes, I get that for sure. And 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 this comes from a guy. Um, <clears throat> so. And that, and I look at the. I, I don't look at the climate change aspect. I look more at the, how we go about with the rest of life on the planet. So explain that, course, like an assisting destruction that is not climate change. I'm fascinated by that. So I'm a I'm, I'm a I'm a what if guy, okay. and I'm also the type of guy, and I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but I also recognize that a lot of things could possibly be propaganda or maybe not. So, and if I hear a lot of, you know, this is what it is, and I don't hear anyone say this, maybe it's a mistake and this is not what it is, then I start to get suspicious. Hmm. So for example, with climate change, now it's a whole big thing here, you know, um, cars are doing this and this is doing this and it's, and you know, it's it has this effect on the planet. But the sound that is really quiet but does also exist is well people actually um CO two exhaust. We're not doing that much damage. And it's it's kind of over the millions of years that the planet has existed that it might be that this is just one of the cycles that mm. we're in. But you know, that's a really touchy subject because some people sure. are like, oh no, you know, you that that's, they'll say that's, you're crazy, man. Like, you're, 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 climate you're, change is real, right? You know. Yeah, like climate change is real. You you you're going in a Donald, you're going to Donald Trump route. But but it's <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's it's because you hear a lot of one side with including the media. Sure. And then you hear a lot and you don't hear a lot of the other side. You know, and that's so that's why I kind of exclude climate change, that aspect out of out of my my let's say my, my where I'm going with this. Yes, the assist you know, in destruction. That, yeah, the, the, you know that that assist in destruction I'm kind of taking out because that's really you know that's it's science, but now it's science with with no with no one saying different or the ones that are saying like this is not. This is not true. They're quickly being demonized, and when you when when something is quickly being demonized, then it then you know an alarm bell starts to ring for me. If you can't mm. if you can't have a discussion about it, then something's wrong. Interesting. Sim Interesting. Simply put, if you can't have a discussion about it and discussion is not allowed, then something's then something's tricky there. Then some you know yeah, somewhere yeah. somewhere something's wrong. So I exclude that. Okay. But I do look at what we do like with plastic and with the oceans and that type of stuff. And there I would say hey, that's, you know, if we're supposed to be intellectual life, we kind of should not be throwing plastic in the ocean. <laughs> and let's say so true. killing, killing, killing animals that, and here's potentially could be our food. Let's say it like that. You know, if you look yeah. at it from a, a pure nature standpoint for it's, it's, we have the potential to eat off of that 
or we're chopping down a bunch of trees and we know that trees are needed to produce oxygen we kind of need oxygen to live you know it's in that sense i don't deem yeah. it was that intellectual interesting I and mean, you just you just pulled a whole thing that was very intelligent in my opinion <laughs> the <laughs> well i think you're right it's about having a discussion like you know is there you know well look you can take a climate change discussion and both sides could give you research that says yeah. they're both right right yeah. you can and with a lot of research you could make it seem however you want it to seem to fit yeah. your point of view Definitely. for that so which is why you need to be able to understand what type of peer-reviewed study is this or can i sit down and talk to this person would they even acknowledge that there may be another aspect to this yes exactly right, right? that's and that's it you know if they would it's say if um, for exactly what you said if you if you look for something you're going to find it you know yeah. that's and but if if you're only looking for one thing then you're only going to find one thing so if you're just yeah. looking for evidence that what you say is correct then you're going to find evidence that what you say is correct yeah. it's it's like it's like when you're looking for a new car for example so you're you're driving you're driving down the highway you see a bunch of cars and then all of you, and while you're not looking for a car you know you just see a bunch of cars yeah and then afterwards you see decide you know what i want a toyota corolla model i don't know what built in 2009 yeah you're go you're going to be spotting toyota corollas from 2009 <laughs> every day it's totally true man every day you're going to spot them <laughs> you're looking day. for it then you know yeah every day and i i noticed it like for example i was looking at a toyota crx i saw it it came i think it's maybe a youtube commercial is the first time i yeah. saw it i was like oh that looks like a that, oh, that looks like a nice suv yeah. And then I stepped outside the door and they were like two parked. I was like, <laughs> okay, now, now, and then I saw it everywhere. And I was like, okay, this is, it's how the human brain works, one. But this is like evidence of when you look for something, you're going to find it. You're and gonna you're only going to see that. And you're only going to see that. That's so weird because like when I, I, this is totally happens to, if, if you, if you listen to this and you're a cruiser, you will see if you go on cruise ships, you always see the same people over and over again. There could be 4,000 people on that cruise. If you yeah. see, you talk to a certain couple of people on the cruise and then throughout that seven days or whatever, you end up seeing them over and over again. Although you don't plan to see them. Yeah. Why do you keep seeing the same people every day? Although there's thousands of people on a yeah. ship. Yeah. What are we drawn to? Are we like drawn to it? We're not even trying to see the car, but it's like it's yeah. in our vision. Yep. You know? Agree. It's strange. Yeah. It's actually strange. Don't you think that's strange? I find that really strange. I don't know. It's but see, I that's my whole thing with the whole alien thing is I can look at it both ways. I cause I badly like part of me is like, man, I, I 
I, I need the answer. I need to know. Yeah, the yeah. other part of me, which has come online the last four or five years, is what if it's not? Yeah, what, if what, if the, it's not? what if the distance, this vast ocean of stars, which is incomprehensible for the human mind to know how far away things are like that, what if it's just not there? What if our type of civilization is just so rare or it's just us? And sometimes I think people don't think about it like, well, what if it is just us? Like, I'd be okay with that. And if and it was a bunch of civilizations, Star Trek style, I'd be okay with that too, probably, you know. Yeah, and and and, and the thing is, what what is... Yeah, what is civilization? I mean, is oh, uh, yeah, here you it. go. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it, this is this is what we know. We're looking for stuff that that we know. You know, that's the thing. Would we know it if we saw it? Yeah, that, right? that's that's the thing. Would we know it if we saw it? And then what's even crazier? Let's say, let's say while we're having this discussion, we get an uh, I'm, I'm going to call it an Independence Day scenario. Yeah. Not that they're coming to destroy, but you know, a, a, a spaceship is spotted somewhere and it keeps hovering. Yeah. What's what? What is going to happen? Are are we as a species ready for that, or are we all going to go in total panic, <laughs> even with all, even with all the the the, the YouTube theories that we have? <laughs> You know, all all the movies. What is gonna happen? All the movies. I don't know. What would you do? I have no idea. Today has been the day where um, I've had this discussion, this this talk twice. It's like <laughs> it's like when you see when you see a, a, a and not about aliens, but when you see, for example, there's a someone says. Hey, Darian, um, if there's a building on fire and you see people in it, what are you going to do? Right. Then some people are going to say, I'm going to go in the building. I'm going to save them. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But maybe <laughs> you can only you can only say that if you've been in the situation before. Right. And you actually did it. You can think I, I can probably think on like now I'll be like, oh, this sound, this looks interesting. And uh, maybe I want to go outside. Or yeah. I can, I, I I can totally panic and be like, hmm. So if all these YouTube theories are correct, are they coming to wipe us out? Yeah. Are they coming, you know? And and then, and with let's say with the the YouTube theories where we're talking about, it's like you know that's the basis of Bible stories. Sure. Let's say, then then it's really gonna get tricky because you know Bible stories everything is. The end of days and it's going to be right. uh you know you so it's not going to be all that pleasant right. so if you go if you go up on that you're gonna be like oh man we're screwed yeah <laughs> so it, it it's tricky i think it's very tricky i my my initial thing for the general public at large is to be a lot of people paralyzed uh by it i think there'd be a lot of people who would be rushing towards it um, and then there'd just be a lot of people who just, they, they would question a lot about their life. It would make them question a lot of what they believed yeah. in their life. So I think it'd be a variety of responses, but part of me thinks is like, we're also, I would think, just think like if like a civilization, whatever civilization means, had millions of years head start on our civilization. Mm -hmm. 
we wouldn't even know what that civilization would look like. Maybe it's not even visible to the human eye. You know, what if yep. it's been here and it was like, this is pretty primitive. Like, we're just not even going to waste our time with Earth. It's just let it, let it get another million years. We'll see what happens type of thing, you know? Yep. And then then um, I'm going to go... Uh, this, this, <laughs> this podcast is going to go totally the different way than we expected it would go at the beginning. But that's the beauty <laughs> of podcasts. That's the best part about it. So, so, so <laughs> like, like you said, like you said, it's... Um, Maybe we can't even see it. I'm also uh, 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 I watch Joe Rogan snippets. Yeah, yeah. And and you know he's 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 of the psychedelics. Yep. I have, I have not stepped into that realm. That's I honor. have. I could tell you all about it. I promise. <laughs> so 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 what 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 if you know I'm gonna wait before I go in before I go into there. I'm gonna go all the way back to the, to the beginning. So when you when you're born. You know, children are like a sponge. You see a bunch of stuff before your brain starts to filter, you know, um, the little dust particles in the, in the sky because it, 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 it determines that you don't need to see that even though it's there. So what if we've now, our brain now filters out all of the stuff that you would see when you're on psychedelics? Mm. Or that kids see when they're young. So I'm going to take a real practical example that everyone knows. Most kids have had what adults call an invisible friend. Okay, yeah, for sure. What if <laughs> it is not an invisible friend, but okay. something that we as adults as have started to filter out because maybe some other adult told us no that that is not there it doesn't exist hmm man and you're dropping you... some serious stuff today Joshua. Yeah. Man. And, when, <laughs> and when you take a psychedelic you know it, it's 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 in theory it takes the the locks off it does and it then totally you, does and then what some people say you know could be you're hallucinating or whatever it could be that that's that that is how the world actually is. Well, you know what's funny is I, I came across Joe Rogan a few years ago, and I know it's very popular and maybe somewhat cliche about, you know, because he probably has the biggest podcast in the world or whatever. But I got into it because of the psychedelic aspect, because I heard a podcast and he was talking about taking psychedelics, you know, DMT and all this stuff and MDMMA and all that. And I yeah, was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I did uh, mushrooms, and uh, it was a completely life-altering experience. Yeah. Uh, I even have a podcast about, about it, my complete story of doing it. I have it. Anybody can listen to it anytime. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I, remember, I remember thinking, this is probably reality. Yeah. And I'm not allowed to see this, generally speaking, or I'm not, my brain can't see what I'm normally seeing. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, I saw mountains breathing like a heartbeat. I saw yeah, yeah. the ground actually touch me and grab me back the roots of the ground yeah. like I was connected to it. I saw it. And I said, man, I, I think this is probably actually what's happening. I just can't pick up on it in my yeah. normal state of being. And, and, so, and, you know. and 
that said, yes, it depends. Um, so I come from the Caribbean. There's, um, you know, there, and I think I can, I'm going to make a comparison here that I'm not sure is going to be totally the same thing. Uh -huh. But if you compare it to Louisiana, you know how mm -hmm. their, let's say, their voodoo and spirituality. Yeah, I get the it's, connection. It's, 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 yeah. still, it's still really prevalent. If you look at, and that's also if you go back to, um, let's say, African religion or yeah. thought process. The, so what you would describe as what you've seen in those in those thought processes that is still really a thing because everything is one um especially in the old african cultures you know it's it's there's a reason they let's say worshiped this specific tree or whatever right you know for all we know in that time in the past what you describe is what they actually see and have seen right. and then later and then later on civilized let's say a civilized person came along and said no nah, you're talking nonsense and the more you tell someone you're talking nonsense they're going to believe it right and then they're going to block something off so it's just like i said with the kid who most children who say they see they have an invisible friend yeah it, it it could be for example if at that moment in time the adult would take DMT or whatever that they would see that invisible friend and be like, oh, actually, you're back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're back. Or, you know, it's it's still visual or it's still around there. I'm I'm like yeah. a real spirituality type of guy. Of you know, yeah, that, that's, yeah. there's more around you than me too. You, oh yeah, than, than you think. You know, the, so. And the reason I haven't done any psychedelics or hallucinogen is because what my thing is, is, okay, you know, is it, um, does it unlock something that has been locked or mm. does it go into my deep psyche and, you know, my, <laughs> my, my deep psyche can be, you know, I'm, I'm also a guy who, who loves vampires and, and Me werewolves too. And, oh, every, man. and everything everything dark is also really my like falls Me into too. my in my thing so it's like mm, which part which way is it gonna go which way are is you it afraid gonna go? something's gonna come out come up that you weren't expecting yeah yeah and that and that and i have no idea what i'm gonna what what i expect and i don't know which recesses of my brain is gonna go is it gonna go really let's say uh dark path yeah or is it going to be an uh you know an, an an experience that just is loose of what my subconscious thinks yeah that's the best way to you know how how much effect does my subconscious have on it i think that um once you go down as we said that rabbit hole of <clears throat> hallucinogens or you know they're called entogens also they're they're called mm -hmm. spiritual drugs because they're yeah. not for fun it's definitely not a fun yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. part of time i think once you you decide to go down it a part of you changes forever it's yeah. definitely like there was there was a piece of me that awakened that 
would have never awakened if I yep. wouldn't have done it. I just took that chance. I was like, well, we'll see. And for me, like, I think it was the piece of me that made me want to love people more okay, and be yeah. more open. And um, just like thinking like, it made me think of time travel. You probably probably like time travel stuff probably too then i'm Ooh, guessing that's a, yeah that's that's a, that's right? a big rabbit hole like, i'm a big like, time don't get me started but like, the, the time travel like somebody somebody asked me you think time travel is real i'm like yeah take a psychedelic if you want to time travel i'm like not that i'm promoting don't no, i'm not let me i'm not promoting taking psychedelics because it's a serious <laughs> thing yeah. but in general just just in a conversation like hey there there is at least in a lot of people's observations of when they're on hallucinogens there is a time travel element in that um that's why they call it a trip you're taking a trip yeah it's because yeah. it feels like you're going somewhere and many times there's that time travel element of actually um traveling into space like mm -hmm. i experienced leaving the earth moving into outer space it scared mm -hmm. me so i opened my eyes I, it happened when i closed my eyes I opened my eyes because I wasn't ready for that. I didn't feel like I was ready to see the solar system. This sounds crazy, I know, but I just wasn't ready for it, you know. Okay, and then let's say what you um, what you describe is also something that someone who's very good at meditating. Yes. I would I would almost call it a, a professional at meditating. Yes. Experiences. It's so, true. So they. I mean, you see it in movies a lot, and then it does, you know, that that, that makes it, you know, kind of that people don't believe it, but that yeah. someone can meditate and literally see themselves meditating. Yes. You know, that's, it's, and that's why I think my idea, it's, it could have been that it's just, it unlocks a piece of what is kind of oh, locked yeah. for, what, for, what, for whatever reason <laughs> it's locked. Right. You know, it's, it could be that someone, uh, like I said, from when you're small, they're like, ah, no, yeah. no, 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 you're, no, no, you're, yeah. it, you know, or it's, it's, it could be, um, purposefully locked by where we are at the moment in our yeah. evolution, you know, but, but either way you hearing something, someone experience something like that, then you definitely start to look at the world differently. You do. You know, if, 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 and it's, it's really simple. I saw a talk from KRS-One where he was Love like, okay, yeah. you know, where he was like, um, okay, he, uh, he, he held up the, 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 the word rock star and he was like, okay, just, just look at it. Don't say anything. But in your in in your mind, you hear. You think it's yourself reading it out, rock star. But you're not you you're not using your mouth. Your your ears are not being used. You're only using your mind. So your your mind already has a voice. If it's your voice or some or another voice, that's that's also yeah. you know a whole. Uh, it's everyone has this, their own internal discussions so let's you know that you don't know which voice is is it actually your voice hmm. is it a voice from outside is it 
the voice of everyone in your past telling you you're not supposed to be doing this. But then it shows you like how the mind works. And if you delve deeper into that, okay, what is the what what all can the mind do? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm a guy. I'm I have my life is a deja vu. When I'm putting mm. real, real real simple as that, my life is a deja vu. So, really? Wow. Yeah, I, I I I can, and it's not only my life. So when I'm on the road and I walk with my girlfriend. It's surprising how much people greet me, and then I have totally no idea who they are. So it could be one, you know, I have a a, a face that you would think, oh yeah, I know this guy. We yeah. checked out, but you feel like something. Oh, there's a reason I know this guy, and I have like a bunch of deja vu moments. So I can be sitting down, be like, hey, I've experienced this before. And then yeah. you come into the then you come into the time travel stuff. Oh my god! You know, it is it is it is it I've already traveled to this point in time, or is it something else? And then you go dip it down in the rabbit hole again. It's tough, man. Because deja vu. I had a huge conversation about this a long time ago, and then I looked up you know some research about it. I don't think it's very well understood, honestly. And uh, at least not from what I've seen. I'm sure somebody else can maybe speak to it better than me. But I, I don't have it all the time when I have it. Probably like anybody, it's, it's so strong when you get it. It's like, incre- like oh, this definitely happened. Yeah. This yeah. definitely happened. But then it kind of like, then it's over. And it's like, wait a minute. Why did that happen? Why did that happen? And, <laughs> you know? And have you ever had it with meeting people? So... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I um, maybe a week ago, I I met someone just at random, and I was like, I know this person. Like, yeah. But don't know where. But right, you know, just, right. The, just the way how the person is, or how they're like, ah, oh, yeah, I know this person. Right. But you, do, you have you have no idea why you feel like you know this person, or why the yeah. person feels so familiar to you. Hmm. You know, that's that's a bunch of stuff that, you know, you, I don't understand that, it. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, you don't understand it. And um, and it's it's there is not a science to it yet. You know, we we tend to look for, you know, science to explain. Yes. Stuff. Yes. And then we wanted to have. Be, be based around the science that we know at this moment. And it could be that, let's say, 100 years from now, mankind is going to look back and they'll be like, yeah, those guys, those guys in the 2000s, pff, they, they were idiots. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, like, it's like how we, it's how, like how we look back now, like, hey, you guys didn't have a, you know, you, you go back all the way and like, someone actually had to invent the wheel or you know, right, they, right. They, they, did, yeah. they did this, they're idiots. And then right now we can't even explain how pyramids were built, for example. Right. I, but you know what's funny? That whole science discussion, that's a whole other thing. I just got in a conversation with another podcast guest. His name's uh, uh, Rajan Shankara. He's a former monk for mm-hmm. a long time. Okay. And he, it was very fascinating, you know, talking about meditation and karma 
and the whole thing. I mean, and that's another whole deal there. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And he was talking about science. I said, well, what's your view on science and spirituality? You know, do do you see that both can exist? He was like, certainly. He was like, certainly. He's like, I like science. And I was like, yeah, I like science too. But I also think that sometimes science spends so much time trying to put down spirituality mm -hmm. or trying to explain it away. Like, see, I have a scientific equation to explain your belief system and yeah. or, or to disprove your belief system versus just enjoying for what it is. You yeah. know, and some like for me, I always say like I love science, but I don't need proof all the time to believe in something. I don't yeah. need science or a, hypo a theory, or I don't need this concrete evidence for me to believe in something completely. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I think sometimes scientists work so hard to try to disprove what you're into. Like, and I think that's a shortcoming in a sense because they they don't want they want it's like. They can't believe that you'd be into something that's not quantifiable. Well, what does that say about you that you can't believe in something that isn't quantifiable? I, <laughs> like, and because then, there's and, I, there's mysteries all over this world and universe. You know? And then there's, um, I forgot who I had discussion with also in science. So modern day science is based on, let's say, a theory or assumption or mm. whatever someone had way back when. Yeah. Now we've we've already established during you know our our talk before that when you look for something you will find it. So if you mm -hmm. look for evidence on this and this and this, you're gonna find evidence of that is that it exists. So for example, Albert Einstein came with E is MC square. Right. You know he he came up with it, and uh, now we. Then that's that's the basis where we assume everything on. But could it be that he found this equation because he was specifically looking for that? Right. Or is it that it is what it is? And there are not a lot of people who dare to go back and be like, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna look at this and maybe it's Maybe it's total crap. Yeah. Yeah. And and let's say if someone found found a way to explain away this E is empty square and made yeah. it something else. Right. You still have to get the rest on board. How long does right, that process right. take? It's like Columbus saying, um, the earth isn't flat anymore. It's not flat. Oh no, boy. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm not a flat earth guy. But you know, I didn't think example, you were, but you know, <laughs> for example, uh, you know, you know, but at that time, everyone believed the earth was flat, right? And right. Then he was like, you know what? I'm gonna take my boat, I'm gonna uh, go all the way around. Okay, he didn't go all the way around, yeah, yeah. But you know, it, it started from there the idea of it being a globe. I was like, okay, it's definitely not flat because he, uh, he went all over there. He didn't fall off the edge, and now he's back. Yeah, you know. And then, for all the people who might be flat earthers listening right now, because <laughs> I'm also a guy, I think like, okay, you know, who knows? You know, I'm, I have not been to space and looked at uh, looked at Earth myself. I, uh, uh, you know, that's that's that's. 
it it could well be that the yeah. earth is as flat as they say it is. I, I I've only been taught at the moment that is round. So right. you know, well that's that seems logical to me. I'm not a scientist, so Yeah. Sure. I've not been I've not been to the moon. So you know I can't I can't come back like yeah. oh, no, it's uh so yeah, you know, it's well. You have to take the word of people who have been out there, you know, and the science behind it. I mean, it's, you haven't experienced it for yourself, so yeah. of course you can't say for sure. But you know, it would seem to be round, you know, <laughs> spherical. Yeah. yeah, and 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 then the question is, you know, how much on how much stuff do you really want to really really have to answer? Right, right, for sure. You know, if it, if it, yeah. if it's if it's flat, okay, what I'm. I have now the knowledge that it could be flat. Okay, what can I do with that knowledge at the moment? Right. You know, that's that's you you, you can't you can't apply it. You know, it's 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 okay. It's flat, just like I was round. Everyone told me it's round. Okay, I think it's round. Right. And if it's not round, yeah, I'm. There's no way I'm gonna. It'll be I'm, okay. Yeah. You know? If no it's way. not round, that's okay. I mean, yeah. it's not. You know, it's. That's what I'm saying. Like it's you know. I think sometimes in science, it's like sometimes I think people want to disprove stuff so much because if they had the alternate version of the answer that they want, it might explode their life completely. Yeah. And I'm just not like that. I'm like, if it's different, it's different. But also, I don't need to prove for it to be complete, like for me to believe in it completely. Yeah. You know, like, where's the proof of aliens? I don't see it. I still probably think they're around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know. You know, and if they weren't, who cares? It's okay. It's okay. You know, it's if there's okay. no aliens, I'm sorry for everybody who wants there to be aliens. If there isn't, it's fine. You'll still go to your job tomorrow. It's not even like you're still gonna go to work, and you know, get get up in the morning, go to work. You are. Nothing's gonna change. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> it's just gonna be what it is. It's just you know, yeah. and so these are. I think these are just they're. I think they're good conversations to have because they allow you to stretch your mind and to think of things a little bit on the larger side of like, where, where does my place in this planet? Yeah. Is there other things outside of the planet? I think, but I do think that more and more people are turning themselves on to spirituality and that there is something larger than themselves out there. I think that is coming online tremendously yeah. I mean, I've heard people talk about spirituality that I've never thought would talk about spirituality right. ever. And so they're feeling now, you know, are they feeling it because they actually want to explore it or are they feeling it because they heard a bunch of other people are doing it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah that is true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah. either way, I think it's I think it's a good thing. It's, I mean, I've I've tried mushrooms. You know, I've been into a variety of things in my life and seeing what's bigger than us. And there's just there's too many forces out there for there to, in my opinion, for there not to be something greater, yeah. you know. And yeah. I mean, I, I've been a Christian my entire life. And regardless of, you know, being that I have that background, but also think about it, just the the larger the universe and everything and just the planets and yeah. It's just like crazy to me. It's just like crazy that on the, the third planet from the sun, there are people and animals and so far, nothing else anywhere else. 
Yeah, and then and it's, like you said, it's like you said earlier. Eh? I mean, we're looking for something that's the same as what we have yeah. here. But what if everywhere is different? So we see on Mars, it's like, oh, it's only, it's, it's, it's red and that's it. But it's because we're looking for something that resembles what we have. And what right. if every, every planet is unique? I would think so. Based off of the environment, how the planet's constructed, what you would need to breathe to leave, live on that planet, the yeah, organs you would need for that would be different, I would think, you know. Exactly. And then you get all that, let's say, then, then let's go to the, to the, to the, the men in black scenario. <laughs> There's always a scenario with you, Joshua. <laughs> the, the men in black scenario. Right. For, 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 for all we know, they're, they're already here walking around and, um, you know, they have, yeah. uh, they have, they have their human like suits. Human you know, like, suits. Uh, <laughs> yeah, human like suits. That's that's always the uh, that's always the place. Sometimes is like you ever think about you meet certain people, you're like that person's not. They don't seem to be hip on what it's like to be like normal. You know, like a human being. Yeah. Like they seem like awkward being a person. Like is that an alien? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, is, that, is that an alien? Do you have a zipper somewhere? What's going on? There's a zipper. You don't quite fit in so well. So much. This took a crazy turn, man, which is like my favorite thing about this happens on every podcast. I'm like, like oh, I want to talk about what this person does a little bit, but what does a person do? You know, I mean, that's that's subjective in many ways. But, yeah, you know, it went from hip hop to aliens to time travel, the climate change. <laughs> yeah, to climate change. Is there any topic we haven't covered yet? I don't or? know, because I'm so into like. All, like you said, mythology and like Greek mythology and all that stuff. I'm like superhero stuff. All that. I'm in like totally into yeah, it, man. Yeah. Like I'm obsessed with, I think sci-fi for me has shaped my life completely. Like especially space movies and sci-fi. Mm -hmm. There's something so uh, elegant, romantic and horrifying about that whole thing. Thing, yeah. You know, like just the this the isolation. I think like we feel like we want to explore the cosmos. We want to be explorers and colonize. I don't really think we understand the isolation that's going to be like the complete lack of touch and humanity that's going to be a part of that. Don't you think um, if you compare it to way back when they would take when, for example, Columbus would take his, his his ship and go on the ocean yeah it's 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 they probably also thought the same thing like oh we're gonna okay then they already had more people going out to sea and coming back but All right th then then again let's say if uh, Elon Musk has his way then there'll be more people going out to space and coming back so right. the the idea of how we have it is that it's really you know lonely out there and yeah that it actually might not be. Well, interesting. It'd be different. I think I think maybe like the people who are first doing it, I feel like they'd be lonely. It's just and maybe they wouldn't because maybe they're like, yeah, this is what I want to do. You know, this is I mean, I don't need a bunch of people, but I think as things were colonized and people were like that movie Ad Astra, mm -hmm. I, it was a great I really enjoyed it. And it was kind of like the colonization of different planets. 
and 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 moon the moon basically was like it had like a all these like restaurants on it and stuff like that yeah, yeah it's yeah, become yeah. totally commercial and yeah. i'm like we would totally do that we can't help ourselves we put like you know roy rogers we put a subway <laughs> on there and stuff like this is what we do like it's kind well, of that, that whole self-destruction true. thing right which is what we <laughs> do true. we just like that's true we, we we can't make it like a better version it's like oh no let's Let's put a McDonald's on the moon. You know, you yeah. need McDonald's on the moon. You know, like why? It's, like it's, it's it's like when when you find a nice vacation spot. You know, it's and it's not popular yet. Yeah. You, you at the vacation, it's like totally local. You're like, oh, this is so great. This is so nice. And then afterwards, ten years later, you come back. Oh, oh man, there's a KFC. You know, it's, 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 I'm telling you, that's happening in Iceland. People yeah. get to Iceland as soon as you can. Because I started going like six years ago and it was nothing there, like nothing. And I went back the last time I saw a Taco Bell, man. Are you I like, was oh, like, there's no uh, place for Taco Bell in Iceland. I promise you, man. <laughs> they need to rip that thing out immediately. <laughs> and, and, and let's say the more, the more we get, the funny thing is the more that we get connected with each other, you know, the more the the little nuances start to disappear yeah you know every everything just now everywhere everything is kind of going to be the same yeah or maybe it's going to have a different climate so you know i can uh, i can go to japan and japan will be just yeah. like how it's here in rotterdam for example no you know, or maybe not <laughs> not just but you know it's it's yeah let's 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 be honest I think Japan is now one of the the few. I'm not gonna say civilized. Um, <laughs> that's the wrong word. That's one not the, the right word. I don't. That's think. not the right word. One of the few big countries, you know, uh -huh. one of the, one of the few big countries that still kind of has its real own identity. Mm. You know that 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 that. that I think it's almost worldwide. People are like, yeah, those Japanese, uh, they still, you know, they 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 they, they cosplay out on, you know, yeah, in, in general public and stuff like that. And you know, it's it's like a it's like a freedom, like a freedom. When I use the word like a freedom, <laughs> that they have that the rest of the world doesn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they still do the what we deem weird stuff, hmm. and then. On the flip side, you know, their work ethic, culture, yeah, is, is crazy. It's insane. You know, it's, it's 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 insane. You know, it's in, compared to the rest of the world. Yeah, I mean, so. there's just a lot of meat on the bone on this podcast, man. This is like mind exploding. Really? <laughs> and, then, and then, okay, you, you're you're a mythology guy. Oh yeah. Are you are you also a manga and anime guy, or is that no. not the thing? Yet? Well, no. Let me take that back. Well, no, not on a large scale, but like, like some of like the fight manga stuff out there, like the martial yeah. arts manga yeah. stuff. I was watching something on Netflix, and it was like a ten part series. It was just character. It was a tournament. It was this big tournament, and they fought in this tournament. It was so gruesome. Manga. I love that. Pretty much anything with like martial arts, aliens, time travel, mythology, yeah. 
space i'm into it i'm like i'll give it a shot i'm gonna yeah, at least yeah, give it a yeah, shot yeah right yeah. i'm not gonna turn it down and be like i'm not watching that i'm, I'm gonna yeah. give it a shot and i mean some of it's really bad i'm not gonna lie but you know <laughs> but that's, that's what everything some some stuff you're like oh and you know you know the the little quirk that i have if i start watching it watching yeah. something i always want to watch it to the end and it doesn't matter how bad it is are you serious yeah <laughs> I, I, I can be watching something I'm like oh this is horrible and i'll still continue watching it <laughs> and especially now like with like with netflix netflix doesn't have commercials even yeah. worse I, I don't watch you're TV watching anymore. the whole thing i'm i'll probably watch the whole movie just to see how it ends even if it's then, terrible like you and know then, it's and, bad. And, and then i'm and it's done i'll be like oh that was terrible i just wasted two hours <laughs> oh, you <laughs> stop it you know it's like <laughs> I, I, it's like a little quirk i can't stop it you know i just like i start watching like i'm gonna watch this and then you know i'm thinking oh this is so terrible I'm, oh no no so unless with series i can do it like so if okay. it's, a, if it's okay. a series then then i'm like ah, no i'm not gonna continue watching this series but with movies it starts and I start watching it, then oh, that's no. it. I, I kind of get in, I can, I get invested. I'm like, ah, like, oh, <laughs> this is and I'm, I'm sitting on watching it. This is terrible. <laughs> You're saying here, this is horrible. <laughs> this like, is horrible. Why am I watching this? And I just continue. It just keeps it. going on. Yeah. It just keeps going on. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're getting towards the end, but I think. I'm going to give you a space movie or sci-fi movie that you probably haven't seen for you to watch. Maybe mm -hmm. you can give me the same. Potentially. I've watched a lot, man. i watched Ooh. a lot. Okay, okay. Uh, maybe you, if you've watched this, you're the man. Ooh, There's okay. a recent sci-fi movie that came out. It's called Anayara. 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 Okay. Yeah, it was recently on Hulu. That's what it was recently on. Right? Okay. It's like a okay. Swedish like sci-fi movie. Sometimes I'm a little bit worrisome when a movie is like Swedish or, you know, it's like Canadian, you know, uh -huh. French sci-fi. I'm like, because, uh, you know, it has like the subtitles and the weird stuff. And I'm like, the voice doesn't match the, you know, the moving, moving of the yeah, lip. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie is completely frightening, yet completely like what you think would happen if you were on a commercial ship, spaceship mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that had restaurants on it. It was like a big amusement park, and it was traveling between Earth and Mars. Elon Musk yeah. type of thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I won't tell you, but the premise of the movie is that basically the the ship goes off off track. It goes off chart. So they but they have no way of getting back on to yeah. the chart. So it's what yeah, happens yeah. to human beings when they are stuck in space, stuck, yeah. with no way of getting back. To where they're supposed to go okay so and you said it's anayara anayara a-n-i-a-r-a n-i-r something like it's anayara that's how you expect it you um explain it or pronounce it okay i'm gonna i think you're gonna be so blown away by how weird and amazing this movie is you watch bad movies joshua yeah, you definitely watch this <laughs> i watch bad movies so you know I'll, I'll definitely finish it off I mean, okay. this isn't Dracula 3000. That was a bad Dracula movie. Just so you know, like. <laughs> All right, now I have to think. Let's see. Let's you got to tell me one now. Hmm. 
thing is I haven't watched any good sci-fi these days. <laughs> but you're watching it clearly. <laughs> so now 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 I'm, now I'm, now I'm going to think on what's a what's an interesting movie for you to watch. Hmm. I mean, you can let me know another time, clearly, uh, which yeah. is fine, well, totally I, fine. I, Think about I'm, it, man. I'm all. I'm also thinking on one, you know, that to 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 give to the users, that to the yeah, listeners, yeah. that they'd be yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. I'll have a look at that. There's a lot of uh, interesting sci-fi out there, because especially Netflix, they have tons of sci-fi on Netflix. Yeah, yeah right now, like tons of sci-fi. Netflix has. Tons, tons of movies. I mean, they just crazy them. amount. Like, like Hulu has some decent uh, sci-fi too. It's just that it's uh, it's not as good overall, in my opinion. Um, it's just different, you know. And I'm gonna make sure I got I get the right name. Okay. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm also into um into horror stuff. So oh yeah, nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to make sure that, and it's it's on Netflix, and I, I'm tending to say it's, is it Apostle? Yeah, Apostle. I watched uh, recently. Interesting. I haven't watched that. Yeah, it's um. It's actually quite interesting, hmm. and like, 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 because I'm also into uh, mythology stuff. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's it's kind of in in that type of trend. You know, it has a yeah. the, the 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 it has a type of setting. You know, yeah. It, um, I think that might be interesting for those who've not watched it. Okay. I'm not going to call it a horror. It's more of a suspense type of movie. Suspense. Okay. Suspense. Interesting. Suspense. I mean, you took me down a huge path. I took you down a huge path here. I didn't think we, I both, we both probably didn't know that we were into the very similar things. No, before this. and then let, let's say uh, an, an, an hour and a half ago, I did not think we would uh, be th talking. I thought, let's say we started on hip hop. Yeah, and, you know, I thought we, I would go into the hip hop and the mindset stuff, but we totally went totally. I'm sorry, totally man. A different <laughs> way, totally different way. I, and I actually like these type of podcasts. You know, that's that's what yeah. I like. You know, just you know, that's that's what a nice, genuine conversation is. It's just you know, you go you go from you, you start at point A, and you end up somewhere at Y, and you have no <laughs> idea why you reached there, but you know, that's the that's the fun things. You know, that's that's when so. you really you you get nice, genuine conversations. Of, yeah, you, you know, do. But what stuff that people like, you know, and then you get into aliens, mythology. Well, yeah. And, and we didn't even go deep into mythology and religion. Oh that's, no, no, there's that, there's that, gonna that, be a follow up like, to this. That's there's... that's that's like a that that's like a whole. It would it have been easily been three hours. Easily. Yeah, no, there's gonna be a mythology. There's gonna be a part two of this because I got all this stuff in my brain, and I'm like, but you know what you can do? I know you're having my brother on your podcast coming up, yeah. and he he may be even a bigger alien sci-fi nerd 
nerd than I am. So you can talk about music. That's fine. Talk about it. But he will totally go there with you on a hippie. Like, oh, man, all this stuff, you know, he'd be like, we just grew. My dad was is a huge sci fi fan. So he got us into it. Uh, And my and this is this is for next time. My dad uh, actually worked at Area 51. So that's another thing that got me going, man. He worked there, man. He but, told me, I was like, no, don't tell me that. My dad was in the military for like 28 years. But, but then how, how does he do it? How does he do it? He's like, I worked at Area 51. Sorry, I can't tell you anything because it's all yeah, classified. Yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> Because he would always, when I lived in Las Vegas, he would always say, oh, I was, I was out your way uh, not that long ago. I was like, oh, you don't come visit your son and stuff? Like, what is yeah, this? And he's yeah. like, I couldn't tell you where I was. You know, this is when he was retired. He started telling me, and he's like, "Yeah, I just, I would go out to Area 51. I've been out there." And he would, he was like dead serious. And I was like, "You know, I wanted to know." And he's like, "Obviously, I can't tell you, but yeah. you know." Yeah, yeah. Then, I said, then, "Oh man, no, then, no." Then you're gonna start like either you're gonna start connecting dots where there's no <laughs> dots. You're like, "Wait, you're a big sci-fi nut, and you went to Area 51." Yeah. Hmm. I'm, yeah. That, I would I would start asking which which movies do you find the best? Oh man, I know I <laughs> <laughs> see you. I try. See, I stopped. I was like, because he wouldn't tell me. My wife too is a huge alien person, huge, and she would like grill him, and he wouldn't tell him in, her anything. And uh, we just gave up. We we're like, that's just it's too much. It's just you know, it's, he's not going to give up any information. <laughs> and, 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 and and he could be doing it at. at I can imagine if I was your dad, I would start doing it for fun. I would like start, yeah. you know, get someone going and I'm like, ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, make it a crazy. Nah, sorry. Can't go, can't go in, can't go any deeper than that. I tell you one time I went to his office uh, in the Pentagon when he used to work there in DC. And I was like, you got, this was like, I think I was like a, uh, like maybe 20 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I said, you have to tell me what you're working on. I mean, I have no clue what you do. What you do. Yeah. And he goes, well, you know, we're currently working on something like in space and in water. And that's all he would tell me. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> like, oh, you know. I'm going to, oh, uh, and, and me being a, uh... I'm going to I'm going to send you the name of the the book so you can have a read cuz okay. he says something with space and in water. Yeah. So in the in in the book that I read what it is so it's focused a little bit around around the Bermuda Triangle. Ah, okay. And what it is is they say okay that alien technology makes it so that they can go in the water and in space. Yeah. So, that said, <laughs> I've seen that by the way. Thank you, Joshua. <laughs> this may have been one of the funnest conversations I've had in a very long time. Because you're taking me down areas that I just love to talk about, but not yeah. everybody's like hip to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. uh I'm sorry so... when we get to the hip hop mindset stuff. Sorry, man. <laughs> like... Yeah, we, yeah. Uh... They got they got a website for that. They got a website. That's what for I'm that. saying. <laughs> that's, I don't wanna, that's what I'm saying. Everybody has a, they, 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 no. It's great to hear about it. I believe me, but I mean, wouldn't you rather talk about the cosmos? <laughs> like, how, how how often do you get to talk about the cosmos? 
you know? <laughs> Not that often, unless it's so, in my own mind, thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. It, you know? In your mind, on forums, YouTube, and that's it. That's right. That's right. And, and last thing before we go, I don't know if anybody's ever told you this, but you and Kyrie Irving from the New Jersey Nets look exactly alike, just so you know. <laughs> Have you know, has anybody ever told you that? No, no, no. You look up Kyrie Irving, you you guys oh. look the same, like the same, oh. man. I'm telling you. Oh. Oh. It's 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 actually eerie how close how much you look like him. Oh. It's eerie, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a look now. You're now, gonna have a look, and on now that, you, you, you've like planted a seed. <laughs> I planted a seed. Now you'll yeah. be looking for it, and you'll find it. That's yeah. how I'm gonna go. Okay. This guy does look like me. How old is this guy? Exactly. Hmm, <laughs> Don't be Who's doing any kid? DNA tests after yeah. this, man. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Is his dad really his dad, or? Uh... <laughs> Joe Shuell. Before we go, my granddad had more than 50 kids. No. So <laughs> you never know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Joe Shuell, thank you so much for being on. What an enlightening conversation. Yeah, Very it was thoughtful. A and uh, I look forward to people to hear this, man. Thanks, man. I, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Definitely. All right. Yeah. Later, man.